0: Welcome back to Ma's Garage with Crick and Smokey and Kev. We've
1: been, do- we've been doing a lot of talking. We've been doing a lot of talking about what should, what should we be talking about today. And we're kind of talking, we're kind of thinking like nowadays you don't really see a lot of it, so it might not be a bad thing to talk about. And uh, we're going to talk about acceptance and accountability.
0: Like all of us having accountability for coming up with the intro for this show at some point.
1: At some point. I mean, we'll get there.
0: We own it, though. (laughs) We own it. We will get there. But
1: essentially, the the idea was uh, just to kind of talk about like examples that like something that either like you could have taken accountability but chose not to as well as things that you chose to take accountability upon yourself for the differences in between. So if you guys have some sh- some stories that you, that you want to share some things immediately come to mind.
2: Well, first, because this started, I forgot exactly what I said to you, but I said something that kind of brought this about, but you, you had brought it together by saying the word accountability so could you real quick kind of define what accountability means to you and, and the most just basic mean, basic terms?
1: Accountability, basically, to, 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 me, to me personally, accountability means taking responsibility and following through on your word if you say that you are going to do something per se. And as opposed to making an excuse as to why you could not even if there were factors that were outside of your control, owning that not everything is perfect and then learning for the next, for the next time and learning what to do differently.
0: It's like the old saying, a man is only as good as his word, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When's the last time you heard about someone's word lately? You know, like no one has, no one cherishes their word no more or what it's good for.
1: Not as, not as much, because nowadays people are, oh, people are quick to say either, oh, yeah, absolutely, I can help out, and then they don't show up, or, they'll, or it'll be the opposite. They just won't even try to help you because they don't even want to try to make the concerted effort of valuing your time as opposed to theirs.
2: And they spend just, or even myself, you know, sometimes before I was able to take control of it, we spend just as t- much time coming up with excuses and coming up with reasons why we can't do something that, you know, getting our way of doing it in the first place. Like that excuse right there is something that you have to watch out for because it's so easy to come, it's, it's not as easy as you think to come up with an excuse that's actually valid. That's actually a good reason. And like, even to yourself, we make excuses all the time for things that we want to do. You know, and holding yourself accountable and saying, "Yeah, that's an excuse, and that might work, but that's that's not what I really believe. That's not a good enough excuse to stop me from doing this." Right?
0: Like, why tell yourself to stop doing something that at one point you wanted to try to do, but now you're trying to find reasons why you, like, you're finding reasons to not make time for yourself. It's kind of what it seems like, you know. And and realistically, what right. you what you. Feel is important
1: to you you will make time for in terms of time management in terms of balancing priorities and that's at the end of the day that's how it's going to speak yes there's going to be factors that get in the way that you're not going to be able to do hundred percent that's where the learning comes it's where you don't just fall on oh well i got stuck at this red light oh well i got stuck two hours behind the train like yes those things happened but Now you know about those things so that
0: the next time you know how to plan around them. But even to those, you know, that is, those are legit excuses. Like you said, you know, those, those are real things. But if it's something as simple as starting something that you want to try or finding reasons to not even try to start it, like you're giving yourself reasons why it's going to fail before you even give it a chance to oh, start. absolutely like
2: i don't have this tool or i don't have the space to do it or i don't have this or i you know whatever else that you can come up with you can give yourself to not do it and what i've found with that for myself lately is as soon as i hear myself saying those or thinking those i start knocking that off but well, what's your excuse now why can't you do it now what you know and then as soon as you knock enough of those off you're like well crap i gotta do it like i have no other excuses
1: yeah no kidding
2: you know, and like, what really helped ingrain that for me is the project that I did for that. It's what I've learned from doing my own maintenance as well is because like, when you take a job on for yourself, where like, you're not under anybody else, it's your solo business. You have nobody to turn to, to pick up the slack. There's nobody else that you can Mm -hmm. like walk away and someone's going to finish this or, you know, you can't, you can't do that. Like, there's no one to turn on. It's, It's on you. And that's a very like, for me, it was a very scary feeling at first. It was a very like overwhelming feeling that, Oh my God, I got to get this done and I got to do it right. And if, if I don't do it, this will not get done. And like, once you get over that, you know what I mean? And hold yourself accountable and okay, where's my workout take? What do I believe in? Why am I doing this in the first place? You You start to build that foundation, you you know, correct, you know, and just overwork those experiences excuses and those negative thoughts and everything else that your mind's going to throw at you or other people are going to throw at you you know and just because once you start doing it you're doing it and you can
0: that stuff will slowly fade away i think with a lot of that too though and this is where the accountability comes in is you know you can get asked to do a lot of things from a lot of different people and the level of information of what they're asking of you will vary greatly so some people you know will give you jack for information but you don't know that, so it's all about how you lay out all of the stuff that you're trying to accomplish. Too, you know, how does it make sense in your head to try to knock these things off the list to right. get started? I know with you, it's, it's what are your limitations? Huge, right? That too, yeah, that too. Because like then just you start to see. All. Yeah, that that was the biggest yeah. thing for me once I started writing stuff down and actually visibly seeing stuff and what it took to do the stuff. You know, especially some of these things that are just so daunting. It's like, well, that's only three lines on that paper. Is it really that big of a deal? Is it really that bad? Right. Right. Yeah.
1: And a lot. A, a lot of
0: the a lot it's of the, the most successful
1: people talk about like writing down things in or in terms of like making things smaller than they uh, than they are, so that you can just kind of work towards like knocking them, knocking them even smaller to the point that they're nothing.
0: Exactly. And you know, I mean think it. it's just like making excuses how many times do we make something out to be so much bigger than it even needs to be you know it's like you and i were talking a few weeks ago i work and i was i was stressing out all day because i had to get this quote to match perfect for my job and i was off five tenths of a penny not even yeah five tenths of a penny or something like that something that was multiple, multiple factors. factors add up to it exactly it's nothing in the end i could have just fudged one other thing to make it work but i was in my head like where what's not working right what's not communicating why isn't this functioning correctly
1: yeah because at the end of the at the end of the day those issues still exist like no no matter what you fudge it you yes you fudged it you know that you fudged it whoever that you're presenting it to may or may not know that you fudged it and they but, may or may
0: not care, but,
1: but it's my mistake,
0: right? It's my and mistake. Es- <laughs> and especially
1: when you're, when you're, when you're working with like a corporation where there's going to be other ramifications and actions that come from your activity.
0: Right. And you know, I think that depends a lot on the company you work for. Is it an employer that makes you feel like you need to walk on eggshells? You know, any little slip up, you're gone. Or is it someone who is understandable? Is it someone who doesn't give a shit? You know, or there's a lot of variation. Are they accountable? Exactly. Is your your job accountable? Are they
2: accountable as a company themselves for the employees that work for them? Exactly. And that almost creates a a trickle down. You know, had to ask myself about the places that I work for.
0: And that's, that's contagious. I see that in a lot of places where you get that trickle down accountability. And if the person on top doesn't make any mistakes, you better believe everybody underneath them doesn't. And they'll make sure somebody else makes the mistake. Yeah. You know, then, then you've got those cutthroat (laughs) situations and it's like, holy cow. Right. Well, then it it just comes down to well, knowing you know, how that's to react. the
2: standards of a good manager, if you can hold yourself like accountable, like that's a huge thing,
0: you know. Yeah, honesty and what you do yourself like the standard, how you hold yourself. It's the dumbest interview question: Are you an honest person? You're going to get the same answer from everyone. Even a yeah. dishonest person is going to give you the same answer. Of course, they're going to say I don't yes. Know if I've actually had that question in interviews that I've had. I don't think so either. That's, I think it probably used to be in a lot more, but
2: that's where from giving interviews though, the way you learn, you want to get the actual answer you want is by not asking the exact question. You have to catch exactly. people off guard to get what they True. really mean and ask things in roundabout ways. And it's like, because they are, they're trying to please you. You know what I mean? And you know that and they know that that's why they're dressing yep. nice. That's where they're not dressing like how they're going to dress every single day. Like and that's, a lot that goes into and that.
1: that's why a lot of people put a lot of preparation into interviews like especially like working with recruiters they're hitting you with like these example interview or interview question examples that are basically very similar to like the questions that are going to be asked in the interview so that you know how to respond and they're making sure that you're giving a response that is going to be favorable mm-hmm. and if you give a response that's not favorable they're going to give you counseling they're going to say okay I, I understand what you're saying but i think if we tweak it and we go a little bit this way it'll sound a little bit more favorable i mean at the end of the day they're trying to help you and if you may not be giving a hundred percent honesty in your opinion just understand that you're giving that's
0: that's a reflection right you're basically just
1: giving them what they want to hear and then when you're in is when it's your control and you can basically like you can stay as the person that interviewed or you can be you if there is a difference right
2: that's are you a man of your that's, word or a person of your word you know like are you that, who
0: you say you are yeah but if you have to tell them what they want to hear to get in in the first place right well, i mean what? even if you're telling the complete honesty
2: about yourself you you can still only be telling the parts of you that you want to hear you're not going to talk that's about true. all your flaws everybody that's has true. flaws but you, no manager wants to sit there and hear the about every the person they're about to hire if you're right. not
1: Most times, most times the interviewer is asking you about like your experiences and they want to know like how you reacted in certain situations so that they have a better understanding of like how you react when like things happen. Like they know that you're going to be able to handle high stress and they want to hear about like how you've handled high stress in the past.
2: Right but there's also the one of what's the common one asked every time. What are your three greatest strengths and your three greatest weaknesses?
1: You know, That's which is asked one. a lot in interviews. I haven't had that one in
2: a while. really. And it's like, the thing is, is because, and I, and I liked it. Uh, you hear a reflection of what someone thought of themselves. You know what I mean? But prep to answer question is that your weaknesses are secretly strengths. You know what I mean? You're, you mm-hmm. want to give weaknesses that are weaknesses, but it's like, I, I I take my job too seriously and things like that. <laughs> and like, that's not how I answer, someone that that's someone
1: someone that puts a lot answer, of focus into like, what they're currently doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: someone that puts too much focus right. into what they're doing right. that they're not catching other things happening that's definition of I take my job too seriously
2: right and this, yeah it goes back to character you know I mean like it, character is who you are like when no one else is around you know, like that's mm-hmm. like you holding yourself accountable to yourself. Like that's like, if you're walking down, a, you know, a nature path and you see a wrapper on the ground and no one sees, do you pick it up and throw in the garbage or do you just keep walking? You know what I mean? Where, where do you stand on that as a person when nobody else is looking? I hate, you know, that's see, I hate seeing
1: garbage in nature.
2: Same. My, you know, the rule my mom always taught me is leave it better than how you found it. Mm -hmm. you know leave everywhere Mm -hmm. better how that's that's literally that's
1: that's the way that we were brought up and i think it's also part of the fact that they didn't want to clean up after us but i mean at the end (laughs) of the day (laughs) i mean we should be cleaning things as we leave like i like i feel bad if i'm at like a place and like they don't want my help to clean they're like oh no 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 you can leave we're gonna get it we're gonna get it it's like i you gave me uh, like like we all did this together like please like it, the least i can do is at least help but like if they don't want me this i'm is I'm, my not gonna, I'm not going to push it anymore right
2: Because then it's, you do this have this because then you do have
1: people that like just start to clean start to clean up and then I, I, like i've been there where like I had to clean up after a party and I thought like my two or three people that were like chilling at the time were gonna help. But then like, as soon as like as sh- as soon as, like shit hit the fan and like the house owner was on his way home and they're like, oh no, uh, we gotta go. And I'm like, oh, so I gotta uh-huh. clean this whole thing by myself. And yep, I mean, I cleaned it up as much as I could. And when he got home, he could tell that I had just gotten done doing a f- ton of cleaning in his house. So uh, yeah, he kind of it, it, it. I didn't exactly hide the fact that I had just thrown a party the night before. He wasn't. But you were showing the. Wasn't, fact that they he couldn't trust you to take care of it? He wasn't thrilled, but he was. He did. He did say that it would have been a lot better if he. He, he said it would have. It would have been. It would have been four times better that the way that it, that the way that he came home, as opposed to he came home and nothing was cleaned up. And that would have, that could have been grounds for like me no longer living there. Cause that would have just been messed up. Cause that's like someone completely disrespecting the place that they're living in, like having right. a party and then right. not even cleaning it up after.
2: No, not taking care of your mess. Like not take care of what you've done and you've been a part of. And like, mm. yeah, that's where they all came up with excuses, you know, for why they couldn't or why they had to get out of there. You know, it's, it's so fast how those start flying. And that's where you learn character because it's like, there's always an excuse there's always a reason why you couldn't do something you know what i mean that's you could dig down deep enough but it's like but should i you know what i mean like what's most important what's priority and that's when it comes into play it's like what is priority what actually matters right now you know mm-hmm. it's like accountability for yourself i did this so i have to make it right and there's even things from my past like that's one of the biggest things that i feel bothers me is like some of the things from being back from my like childhood and stuff where I'm like oh I treated that person not so well or I did this to this person or I did that to that person and it's like that's not the person that I feel like I am and it's like I feel like I need to say something to reach back out to them or because it just still bothers me because I know that's not the individual who I seek to be so it's like that's not true to me and I feel wrong about the act.
1: I understand 100% where you're coming from because I also have those same thoughts and those same feelings but this is what I'm going to say to that how do you know what those feelings are to that other person to the point that it's not purely selfish on your personal guilt and your personal feelings like to give you an example if you wronged someone in the past and you just text them out of the blue and you're like, Hey bro, I've been really thinking about this. I just wanted to apologize for what was going on. Like blah, 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 blah. Say your piece. Like you could just be bringing stuff up that they didn't want to be brought up. So where you think you're trying to remedy things, you could actually make things worse and where it's, purely good intention like you're trying to mend things but in their opinion they didn't need things mended or if they or it was something that like they just it's going to take more than just a text person right
2: right and that's that's very true because that's how a lot of people they feel so guilty and they're just going to text it off. But it's like, no, like that you're right. It's like, if you go meet them in person, you can gauge out how they're feeling and their body language. And if that's a conversation that needs to be had, or if it, you just be like, Hey, I'm sorry. I brought it up. We don't have to talk about it you know and hold it on to yourself and And it's a lot better in person a lot better to
1: have those conversations in person than via text especially like putting something in writing that that can just be taken so many different places the internet gives you so much capabilities to take someone down by something they have said
2: and that's you see that environment even in work now where it's like it's this passive aggressive culture where people can't have hard conversations with one another and it causes a bunch of problems because it's like those hard conversations that you need to have usually happen once or twice and if they have to keep happening then that problem person probably doesn't need to be there but it's like hard conversations you only need to have them once or twice and it's done but if you let them blow up or if you turn them into text which is interpretable in tons of different ways like speech is so much more than the dialogue that we have you know what i mean it's it's the emotion it's the body language it's, it's so much other things and, and it's, are you receptive and understanding like
1: and it's because with speech you can actually see and understand the emotion in real time as opposed to like reading per se right like per, like like reading you can read emotions but but then you may not necessarily be reading the motion the, the emotions correctly that's where like especially a lot of people say that they're more of a visual person that they're mo- that they catch on more to like in person than to like via text and some people it's quite the opposite they're less of a visual person and they're more of a mechanical person and t- i guess i whatever the f- phrase would be in terms of like not being as visual and
0: being more on like they need the text to describe why where the orange the origin meeting, story of the it medium. Is and everything yeah right it, it, that's where you can't
2: throw a blanket over anything because that's cool and all, but what if you have those two people on the same team? You know what I mean? You can't say the whole team's going to sit there and use text or the whole team is going to sit there and use dialogue. You have to find some kind of cohesive medium to both of that. And it's like, that's the mistake is they want to do like most places ever worked. It's always one way or the other. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
2: that doesn't work for everybody's mind. That's the same thing we learned with school. School is the same way. Some kids can do great from learning textbooks and knowledge out of a book. Some kids need hands-on. They need to teach them at once with their hands in there and they know it you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Well, it was, it was like I was, and I was actually talking about this with, uh, with my buddy yesterday. And, um, like, I think like where the, where, where, like the whole pandemic, everything that we've learned in terms of like splitting things to like from home, splitting things like in person, in terms of like schooling, I think that they should work towards having more of a balance of utilizing more online because it gives the student more control in terms of like, being able to access from their own home or not necessarily like on campus where they have to make a trip per se. Utilizing more of that for the stuff that you really don't need to be in person for, using more of the in-person for like the more hands-on, the more love visual, the more like what you need to see in person. Basically, I guess I'm saying like you should be able to do a lot of the math courses online. You don't necessarily, I mean, when you're like, yes, when you're there in a classroom, you can ask questions in real time. There are abilities that like, especially like just using Zoom and doing math through like a Zoom application where you can still ask questions, you can raise your hand, you can still ask questions in real time. You just don't have to be right there in the same place.
2: My only question with that is
1: it provides it provides more of a balance to where it gives the student more control that they don't feel confined that they have to that that like they They have to
0: be to the campus by a certain time, which means they can only work from here till this time so they can get there by that time. And then you have backward weather and all the nine yards I I go to school.
2: I get that point. And speaking from someone who needed this in the household that I was like, some kids need that structure. Like that was one of my problems was doing homework because I had never had any incentive at home to do homework. I never had to like, sit down do it. You know, we did that for a little bit, but that wasn't the focus. And so it's like the only homework I'd ever get done is homework I did in school or the only time I could pay attention. Wow. And it's like, I needed that, but I didn't have that. Or if structure. it was a group
0: project and you had teammates who forced you to work on it.
2: Right. You know, and, or if it really captured my interest, but the things that don't capture our interest, sometimes we need someone there, especially when you're a kid and you want to just go off and run off and do things to help structure you a little bit, not too much. You know, that's where I feel like we need to get away from that factory job setup and do some kind of, like you said, some kind of in between with it. But as someone who's taken online courses in college, that was my least favorite and my worst courses were the ones where I had to take them online. Cause I just deadlines everything. It was just not my cup of tea and it was really hard to keep on track.
1: I would have to say a quarter of my degree was utilizing online courses. And I definitely felt more comfortable utili like doing math courses online, as opposed to like in person.
0: I okay. failed statistics twice online. Thankfully and I only had to take
1: it once, but. To its point that was in
0: person. I I it, killed goes, the math part and the homework. It's the discussion board, the requirements. Like it's mm-hmm. online for convenience. Okay. Now to make it more work. Okay. Right. That is something
1: I understand because that's where you take what is what it what is a very easily manageable three hour course. Or three, or three, uh, th- yeah, three, uh, like, like uh, three credit hour course, and you get and you stretch it to where it feels like it's a six and eight hour course because it's you can't just take consuming more than two classes so sometimes. much, especially in terms of like oh, you have to post on the discussion board, you have to do all this and you have to do all that. It it simulates like going to class. Like I guess I'm saying more like. There should just be, there should, there should be more of an ability to have like lectures online where you don't have to be like right there in NSO. Yeah. Especially for lecture halls. You don't have to, you don't have to pack these giant auditoriums with like 200 plus people to have one speaker. That's just speaking, not taking any questions. And then you're going to have access to the PowerPoint online on their blackboard, whatever computer application they chose later. But attendance is required.
2: That would go back to the class on top of that too, because I think that would be great. That would work for a lot of things that, like you said, like math and stuff that are a little bit more like symbolic or like you're using symbols and stuff. But I feel like science, you would lose some of the impact by watching a video of it and not seeing it happen before your eyes, like chemistry That's that's where it goes back to
1: if it's more of something that should be hands-on and should be visual. Right. As opposed no to you can't throw what a over can anything. be
2: shown to the masses, per se. Right. And then you could spend more of that in-class time or that in-school time on those areas and spend less more at-home time on the other areas that you don't need to. Absolutely. So, exactly. It's, it's some area of both. But they do it, have to do work on it as well.
1: And especially it, it teaches the student a little bit more accountability in terms of actually blocking the time that they need in order to do the course or whatever that they need to do but they do it at their convenience they don't have to go to a specific spot unless they can only access their internet from a specific spot then that's something that's complete that's a different factor
0: you know that's that's kind of the draw that's what makes online classes more appealing right is that it's at your convenience but Mm -hmm. at your convenience equals Double the work, double the, you know. What if you've got the person who likes to do all their homework the first day of the week? They get it all taken care of. Discussion board, you've got to post, respond to two people, and then make another post. And it's like, these assholes aren't responding until the last day, the last 20 minutes. Right. What am I supposed to do? You gotta follow you know?
2: suit. That's where it goes back you to. You gotta join. <laughs> I'm definitely guilty of that myself. It's like I'm very when it's things like that, I procrastinate and that's called myself accountable, procrastinate hold <laughs> myself accountable where it's like, no, there's a deadline. Like I have, like you said, I do have to set up time because I am someone who's going to push it to the last minute or things like that. Oh, absolutely. It's, just, it's me, that structure at that is like, like you said, it's, it's a learned lesson, but certain people like need to be taught that as well. You know what I mean? Like it's just not, that wasn't taught to them in their kind of, world that wasn't their world to have that kind of structure for something so intellectual if there were someone who was focused more on chores and had to do more like labor and stuff for their household like homework wasn't always the, you know what i mean that that structured organizational time for something like that is something that needs to be instilled sometimes
1: and I, I mean, to each their own, if it's something that's more of, if, if, if it's something that's more required for them to do, it's something that they will be doing more in repetition. It's, it'll, it'll build more, it'll build more as a habit and eventually as a,
2: a recurrence. I think that becomes your way. norm the more you do it. Right. And that's where too, is I think that was the hard thing with online classes for me in college is it was just dropped into it. There's probably the things I could go like after all the things at the school that I could go look into how to balance my stuff more, but I never did those, but it was just like, here's an online course. And I'm like, oh, cool. That sounds neat. You know, I didn't understand the whole thing that went behind taking an online course and holding myself so accountable and like how much responsibility it actually took to do that, you know? when I took the online course in the first place.
1: And nowadays you see so many different online courses that are offered for so many different things, but a lot of them are, (laughs) you go at your own pace. And it, it like, like some of them are free. Some of them you pay
2: for. It just depends on what you're, what you're studying. Right. And that's, that's great for someone like, you know, me, like where it's like, I, even projects I do at my house that I want to get done that I know how to do. I'm very sporadic. It's like, I'm working on this and then it'll sit for a little bit and then I'll go work on this and then it'll sit for a little bit and come back. So it's like, you know, it's this ability to consume when you need to, you know, or how your brain works. Cause sometimes you're just burnt out. You can't push that button no more.
0: Mm -hmm. And if you try to force yourself to sit, start a project and work it all the way to the end sometimes, you know, you're not as satisfied as you would have been if you may have set it off the side. If it's not important enough to finish like right now, if it doesn't have to be done right now, I can turn into something awesome later or you can rush it through and say, yeah, I finished it. It's done. It's off the list. I'm never doing it again because it sucked. You know, you lose all that, (laughs) all the value.
2: That fire can be nice once in a while though. Cause one of the last marketing like pamphlets I had to make, like there was a bunch of things that went on work where I couldn't work at it in my normal time. So I came in my day off and I had four hours. I was told I had four hours of extra work that I could dedicate to this and whatever I had done with it, that's what we're running with. And it was like, it was kind of intimidating in the beginning, but after that four hours, I was really happy with what I turned out and I turned it out in four hours and that impressed me. And so it's like, Challenging yourself sometimes, those deadlines can be great as
0: well because you can surprise yourself and that builds that confidence of what you're actually capable of. Deadlines are important, I think, for yes. a lot of things. But going back to the online class, I think that's kind of where things get blurred sometimes because, you know, deadlines, you think they're structured, but then you've got the discussion board thing. If you don't do that, you don't participate and you get kicked out of the class for attendance. Right. Right. That was my Floating problem deadlines.
2: Floating that's how deadlines. I,
0: I I got dropped. I didn't fail my classes online. I got dropped because I wouldn't do the discussion boards. <gasps> Which is I'm ridiculous just, because what? you paid.
2: You paid them to take the class and then they're telling you, Well, you have to show up as much as we say.
0: <laughs> it that's doesn't matter like, how, how
2: well you do. What do you I mean? don't talk I thought, in class either. I thought it was no. my knowledge retention, you know? I thought that's what you were testing me on. <laughs> that is
0: just now yeah. that I think more about that, that's kinda of like stealing. That's Almost MCC's policy too. I mean, it was the same
2: question. How can, but you signed the contract that says you
0: just you because to
1: that? You're not contributing to one of the requirements where all they have to do is send you an email and say, Hey, I noticed that you haven't been contributing to the discussion board. Please just please contribute start contributing to the discussion board. Otherwise, you could be at a risk of being dropped from the class for inactivity. I'm sure they did. Something but of again, the level. it was too
0: it was to an email that an email account that I never used, but they forced you to use uh, it. They wouldn't use your other email.
1: I mean, I mean, when I and when, when I went to school, I had my school
0: email as well. And I mean, you went to school right after high school, though. I waited six years. Did your the schools have you attendance? principles are not different in terms you of are
1: well. No, I'm saying like. I was also in school, that I also had a school email that I had that I had to utilize while I had my other emails that I utilized that were not part of school. Did you use email a lot in high school? In, not as much
0: in high school, way more in college, yes. See, I didn't have the college email, so I had to make my own personal email, which became my primary, whereas your primary became your school email through that time.
1: Mm, I suppose, yeah, you can look at you can look at that. Because I mean I did have my emails going into college. Like in like towards like towards like sophomore, junior, senior year, I was using email more.
0: You're insane. I don't well, think I did ever your, used email in high your, school. So, but I saw it notebooks. I mean
1: i mean i suppose the where we went to school the it didn't it didn't require it as much but i just i know that i had my email I had, because i had like, a yahoo in order to <laughs> sign up yeah like you had your yahoo i've all, i've had my hotmail for oh, as yeah. long as i can remember we had
2: it for xbox live we had to have a for xbox that,
1: live. yeah that's, that's true a, and that's that's you know. and that's the only thing i use email when you subscribe one. to other Dude, stuff don't, or, or I don't especially even like, like, on especially, like working on projects how would you like 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 there were computers back when we were seniors so like group projects yes you would transfer files via email
2: the the only problem with email is the delusion
1: is oh it depends on what the project was yeah i guess there wasn't there wasn't as much collaborative projects but i i want to say like taking like your like senior senior like english courses like i know that like when i i when i did well, i suppose my research paper was individual but like i swear, i mean i you have did it have all had printed copies man you did have when to we turn graduate, in printed copies but i guess i would also mm-hmm. have to i know that you you well i i had the emails but maybe i wasn't using them a 100% but i swear in like senior year I don't know. I have to think about think about the classes. I guess college was definitely more of like
0: that's probably where you learned how to group use the email, projects. like the way to do it. Yeah, and, and the, see that's probably kind of where more I when it I, too.
1: That's more where that's that is definitely more where I was learning more about it, and because and especially being part of a fraternity, that's how we communicated was amongst right.
0: email. So you In had reason like
1: transferring files and stuff yeah like eventually when google drive became a thing and we had everything in our google drive and anyone See, from i think that's the fraternity was your, able
0: to access to a degree Depends i think on, your on like email is that. is what the original view of email was that's how you use email you use email you're on top of your email aren't you you
1: you know who you've got email coming I from try, and stuff. I try. I mean, it, it, when you, so when you start with one and now at my point, I have, I still have my school email because like you never lose that. I learned. And I've got my personal Gmail. I've got my Hotmail. I've got my Yahoo. I've got my Outlook. I've got my, Outlook, I've got my uh, what else do I have? I think that's mostly about it. So what was that? Like Five? It sounded like that's a lot of emails. Yeah. I have idea. I, is... I need to sit like I add a point. I can definitely like reorganize them. I can use one email for like purely all my promotion, like all like the advertisements, all like the like shopping per se. I can. I just have to sit down and do that. I know that. Um, I know that that's what my that's a, that's what our friend Bash does. And
0: see, so, yeah, I think that's, that's by the point I, to I went do. to school and got a school email. My view of email was it's a place where garbage gets said. I don't ever want to check my own email. I'm not even going to check my school email because now I have to log out of my personal email to log into there. That's what I was going to say. It's like, it it gets so
2: diluted. Like any email that I ever have, like at first it starts off nice because nobody else has it than the people that you want to be getting mail from. I literally just had this conversation with my brother about my nieces for with actual mail, because there is like, I sent them a gift in the mail and I was like, I hope they like it to my brother. And he's like, they're just excited that you sent them mail they never get mail yeah they're was little like, kids right i felt the same way as a kid i was like it's awesome to get mail because like, it's someone actually want to talk to you but then when you become adult you hate the mail the mail is is 90 percent junk bills and then once in a while someone will send you something and it's the same thing with email where it's like if it was just all shit that was actually like I needed to know and priority and stuff for like, even my work email it gets filled with Canva and promotions from all these different mm-hmm. things that I need to oh, have yeah. for my work stuff. But it, it makes my email so diluted where it's like,
0: it's an overwhelming. You almost dread going into it. Right. You I'm know. also right. Used sure to utilizing to my, my work
1: and... email because almost every place that I've worked at, we utilize, and especially the place that I just came through where we were cycling through two and 3000 emails a day.
0: Now that's where I'm getting finally with my job. My job has really forced me to use my email, but I still, it's not my, I mean, I'll send some emails throughout the day, but I don't send a lot. right that that depends on
1: that depends on the job especially Mm -hmm. when i was working in insurance i was getting emails coming in left and right from clients that had questions or like needed to make payments and like sending me information which majority of the time i wasn't taking payments via email like i was like they were calling in talking to us we were making payments in real time we were just arranging a time that like we can like talk about like stuff or especially like documents, like, like if they just needed to get me, like, I get, like I send them an electronic copy of the document, they sign it. We didn't, that was some of my offices didn't use DocuSign or like use like acrobat pro acrobat pro DC reader that you can like electronically like sign this document. Mm. So sometimes I, they, I would tell them to, um, Sign the document, snap a picture of it, send it to my email, and then I can download it from there and do what I
0: need to do. I feel like email cause clouds the water a little bit, but at the same time, it can be your saving grace for a lot of things because it, it, it keeps track it just, of stuff. It
1: needs to be utilized properly, like yeah. especially when I was when I was setting appointments for car dealerships. I was not using email as often like i me personally was not sending any emails it was purely me paying attention to specific emails coming through so that we knew what leads were about to come through that we were about to call and especially like promotions that we needed to know but then where i was at also kind of struggled because we had microsoft teams and we had like all these different um we had these like different mediums that like we that we were essentially like we could have been utilizing like one place to like learn all our information as opposed to utilizing three different places it just it that's where you say it definitely muddied the water because it was like well i'm it was like well how did you not know like you do something that and you didn't know about which, like a recent which, update.
0: Which notebook did I write this in? Which notebook was that? When did you send right. that to me? Where'd that, that come from? When
2: did you send that to me? Yeah, exactly. Or and it'll, sometimes, or, oh, I didn't even send it, sorry. I or it was, um, oh, well I put it in
1: Teams. Did you check Teams? It's like, uh, no, I thought, we were, I thought for those updates we were supposed to be checking our email. No, for this, it applies to this realm. So I put it in Teams. Oh, and then you have some people, well, oh, well I didn't check my Teams. I mean, when I was working there, I, I tried to stay on top of it because I knew things were coming through Teams. I knew things were coming through email and I knew things were coming through like the software. So I just tried to stay on top of it. But you had some very traditional people that were like, Oh, I don't use Teams, or I don't use this, I don't use that. It's like uh you, how can you say you don't use the XY or Z how do you still work it's here? part of your <laughs> job? <laughs> like I, I mean those are the questions that, that, that I a- asked, but it wasn't my so- position.
2: <laughs> I can get that a little bit from them where it's like it depends how your establishment does it. If they clarify very clearly what goes in teams and what goes in here and there's a structure and an actual order for how everything should go, then perfect. Yeah, that person should be held accountable and they know the standard. But if there's no standard for what goes in teams and they think it it doesn't make any sense anyway, then I can understand their point more more, because it's like, dude, I don't know what goes in teams. You've changed that every couple of weeks because I've definitely been in places where there's – when there's no order, it's very frustrating. What's the
0: convenience this
2: week? Right, exactly. Why are we doing this?
0: Why are we doing this? Well, oh, that doesn't matter. What is? What's the flavor this week? What are we using this yeah. week? At least give me a heads up so I can keep up with you guys. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, right.
2: That's all you can do. But that's that's and not yes. a healthy work environment. My job, you, you my job isn't to
0: try to keep up with you. Exactly. You're wasting time. You know, I could be doing so many better things than trying to figure out what where the thing went down. Right. You know, and some days I feel more like a detective. <laughs> and that's
1: where hundred
2: percent real
1: realistically, it just comes down to communication. It comes down to mm-hmm. properly conveying the message so that the person that you're conveying the message to is perceiving it the way that you want them to perceive it. So that you're all on the same
2: page, which you can't do through text, which we already had a conversation about, you know what I mean? That's where email fails is because it's like, it's a lot you harder. can have that conversation but you don't get emotion. You don't get any kind of body language or anything more, you know,
0: that's how serious is this? How important that's, is this? That's how you, you can know? consider an email too, though, is it's just text. But what are you going to do when you send somebody an email asking them for an answer on something? They come and talk to you about it. So you send that email off to someone else because of what they told you verbally and all of a sudden it comes back. Well, why the hell did you do that? Well, so-and-so said it. I would never say to do something like that, right? And that goes here. That is that is such an ingrained focus in a lot of these places, and it's because there are people that do that. It's ridiculous. It is. It is. They're hundred percent are hundred percent hundred percent. The worst, the worst, is the boomers because they're 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 about to get out of it, and they're it's the survivability thing. They don't want to learn the technology. A they don't want the responsibility because they don't want something to mess up the gravy train. That's where I
2: feel like what I would like is both. And I know it's a little bit excessive, but write me an email that's super, ex- ex- you know, covers everything in deep detail, but have that conversation with me because that
0: conversation will lock in my brain.
2: If yeah. you have, you know, if it's like, if, especially if it's a small enough place where we work together and things and like that's, that.
0: That's the simple fix is if somebody says something to you verbally and you know you have that conversation it's like awesome can you send me all that in an email and then we will right. send it off
2: right and it's boom we've had the conversation we've been able to clearly understand what we're saying now it's solidified into an email and then go about it and it's just mm-hmm. like we get both worlds together and that email has more emotion because it has a clear important. understanding from two perceptions it exactly. honestly it
1: honestly baffles me when i'm talking to like a company like scheduling an appointment for something per se. And especially like my old dentist office did not use email. I was like, how? It's 2000. My dentist office doesn't send me emails. Now that you mentioned that. (laughs) But it's okay. Like legitimately it's the year 2021 and if How you much? are not utilizing email or doing something to a level of convenience for your clients guess what there are others that are and if How you don't you start think? following suit you're gonna get skipped that's true you that's true
0: times. that is true this is the era of convenience i need my shit and mm-hmm. i need it now and especially you you like when
1: i like when i schedule an appointment Half the time, I'm going to schedule that appointment on the phone with you. Yes, we just had that conversation. But as soon as I hit end call, majority of that conversation is going to be gone. So can you please send me a confirmation of this appointment to my email? And then maybe I'm someone that utilizes my calendar, someone that utilizes like different appointments and stuff that I can literally put it on my calendar. And then I will have it as a backup so that if I don't remember it in my memory, I have a backup Tech, like in something that can remind me,
2: but that's not the only way they can do it at the same time. Because you have the counter to that, which is old people who may not have an email. There are some old people, or even some other people that are young, probably still and who to don't. To each have their an email. own.
1: To each right. their own. I can understand, like, like coming from a perspective. If you don't have an email, then yes, let me write down your appointment on this card. They'll call
2: you, like you and said, and then yeah.
1: you probably still use a calendar, and you're going to pin this right. to your calendar. That's I get aunt. that
2: she has four calendars, physical calendars in her house. Like that's how she keeps everything is on physical calendars. Like how sometimes she's done that's it, what, you know?
1: sometimes that's what she got to do. And um, that's I what mean, gran- trying, granted, you know? whatever your system is for keeping your, st- keeping your shit together is your system. I'm not going right. to, I'm not going to dog. I'm not going to dog your system. If it's working.
2: That's where you got to cater to everybody. In some sense, you can't, what like, I am going
1: to do it. What I am going to dog is if you just treat your system like gold, and you don't take input that you can improve, or yeah, if that if you can't do something to alter slash improve your system,
2: you should, yeah, you no know, should be trying to improve.
0: You, you don't think they know what they're doing? <laughs> you don't think they found the gold standard, the one solve all to everybody's problems?
1: Like not like not putting my own opinions on it, but like someone that's strictly utilizing like a physical calendar could be accomplishing the same electronically and then they have a backup. God forbid could, something uh, happens that calendar gets destroyed. Do you again, do a physical it, but,
2: calendar for your computers? Do you take do you have a physical version to back up in case your computer goes down and you can't ask, uh, access your digital stuff?
1: I do technically this whiteboard that I can technically write as like okay. anything that I make into, well, it's like, um, it's a white, it's a, it's a white, it's a whiteboard calendar. So I basically like put the numbers as like whatever month it is. And then it does
2: have that board okay. lining. Cause that's the same too. It's like, you know, like technology can go down all the time, especially if you're relying on internet for your storage or your interest. you know? So it's like, or you're, you have all your stuff on your phone and all of it's on there and your phone gets smashed and destroyed and you have to go a couple of days, you know, without all of your dates and all your things like that backups necessary. A backup's always necessary, you know, no matter the means.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that's what we're learning. And especially like as someone that has lost all of what they were working on because they didn't back it up, i.e. didn't save it per se. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like that's what saving is, is a backup and making it a file or whatever, whatever you want to call it. You definitely learn so that it doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. That's
0: why the save icon is still a floppy disk. The original backup, the original digital backup. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. But yeah, I just, I, I think it's crazy that a lot, a lot of people will just have that mentality. It kind of just kind of, it's, decisions that they're deciding to make like hey you it's a system that you understand that's awesome just also understand that there are other things that you could also probably understand but that's up to
0: you to decide that's not for that's not up to you. And even that your way is not the only way yeah right don't don't think you're you're god's gift to the earth that your way (laughs) works for every single person because what i'm telling you is i'm proof that it's not and it doesn't. Right.
2: There's more than one way to do a thing. Like a hundred percent. And you got to be a little, it's moderation. It's everything. Cause you got to be a little bit cocky. You got to believe your way is going to work. You know, you got to know that you're confident enough in your way to either be able to share with people. If someone's struggling and you're like, Hey, I think your job could be not saying you have to do this way, but Hey, I think your life could be easier if you implement these things that I've learned. You don't have to do them, but Hey, here it is. It's you know, sharing I mean? knowledge. Maybe it's something they didn't know about. And you have to be confident enough in your habit to share that with people in that way and not too confident where you're telling them that's how they have to do it. And that's where it's like that that middle but ground moderation. That
1: is the thin line because especially you get those people that it got, it, like it, you probably experience it all the time. Someone that is just really talking to you about something that it's per, you're perceiving that they truly understand. And it gets to the point where it's like, they are it's almost expected that like they want you to basically acknowledge like yeah what you're talking about my god it's it's jones effect it's 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 basically jones effect 101 except for it's not like saying like oh everyone's or well yeah they probably have it in their speech as well it's like yeah it's the latest it's the latest it's the latest thing like i almost i i almost yeah. felt so i had a friend that called me earlier in fact i still am a little bit like what was the purpose of him like telling me about this but like maybe he truly did like feel impacted by this product. But um you might actually uh know some things about it. It's uh he was telling me about type 8 THC that is federally legal because type 9 THC is what is not federally legal and that's the type uh, nine that is what is sold in the dispensaries and stuff but this type eight which i i asked him and he what well, he couldn't give me a straight answer but i'm like okay well i know that in like smoke shops and stuff you can buy products that have less than like 0.03 percent thc and i think what you're talking about the type eight must be defined as things that have less than 0.03 percent thc he couldn't give me a straight answer
2: so there's different THC has different forms, even like there's THC A, which, oh, yeah, which is a form of THC. Right. And, and that's then like THC. The sugar. And so there's different forms of THC. And my concern, I haven't heard of that, but there's also like Delta Nines, which is a different form of THCs. And I haven't yeah. heard about the Delta 8. Ha- so it could just be a different form that's found. My concern is that's what's going on with a lot of these other chemicals, where someone in a lab is saying, well, this one's illegal, so we're gonna make the one right next to it. And it's going to have similar properties, but we don't know all the downfall effects. So, that's my only concern with it. Is it's like if it's legal, you know what I mean? And that's like its selling point. Yeah, I, I, that's I, a I big like, thing going on with those. I feel like he was, was some mostly, same ground
0: to stand on. He was
2: mostly just right. Like
1: he he was speaking to me like he had just like bought the cartridge. He had just smoked it. It tasted amazing. Like he was he was sharing the experience, but it just kind of like and I guess he yeah he's in he, he's in he's in town. So I mean. It started out where I'm just kind of like, what is he about to like, try and sell me on, but then it ended with him just generally sharing information and it was something that like it impacted him as strongly and I could sense that in his emotions that he was conveying over this phone call.
2: And that just goes, you know, back to informing yourself. Like everybody's, anybody can be a good salesman. And that's where I have to watch myself too, is because I'm a good salesman and that's what I do, but I don't always need to be selling people. You know what I mean? So it's like, where were his intentions from? But my recommendation is if it's not from a propriety proprietor, don't buy a cartridge black market anymore. There's so much messed up stuff, oh finding, God, especially no in kidding. black markets. So unless it's coming from an actual distributor, I would recommend not buying because even the ones from distributors they're finding aren't the, still the best. So
1: yeah. Not, me I mean, at it. this point in the game, at this point, at this stage of the game, if you're not giving me all the information on the cartridge, like on the packaging, <sighs> guess what? That's the Your competition beauty of legalization.
2: Is. That's the beauty of legalization because, because if you now know that information hitting, needs to, to
1: be published. It needs to be mm-hmm. there. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's following the precedent of like, the, and I was just talking about this with, a, um, with old coworkers. Not too long ago, um, a woman using uh, hairspray for her hair uh, ran out and thought that she could use this spray adhesive Gorilla Glue as hairspray
0: Saw oh, something about that on facebook you're giving it context now and it doesn't s- say
1: it on the-
2: <laughs> it, d- it
1: does not say anything about do not oh. not intended for hairspray for like hair use per se on the can somehow this per like in my opinion this person saw that saw an opportunity because it's already been pr- the precedent has already been set because of mcdonald's because of the whole coffee incident So if it's not on the packaging, then you can really take advantage of that. And that's, in my opinion, uh, like I'm not uh, directly accusing this person of doing things. I'm just saying when you put factors together, I could absolutely see because now (laughs) as a result, and this is what I am absolutely laughing about, is every single bottle of, of this spray adhesive Gorilla Glue, is now going to say not intended for hair use
0: we can't say common sense it's putting a blanket on right it. right right <laughs>
1: i am just gonna it, i i yeah. say, i think. i mean but at the, at the end of the day why wasn't that there because of that's, where things are but it needs to happen in order for it to be a problem
2: that's like you hear what? whenever you see one of those signs where it's like why is that sign there but the reason is because somebody did that at some mm-hmm. point somebody did that and they had to make a sign so mm-hmm. every time and then you see those all the time where it's like someone why no I tell, who would and, do that, someone I, tell, did
1: that. I, I tell people that all the time especially <laughs> when they're like yeah like like such and such was like a thing and it just i i didn't quite understand it. i'm like yeah but you have to think about it the fact that that was there means that it was a problem previously and they're like "Oh right. yeah i didn't really think about that it's like yeah and especially like when you see like signs for like staying off like 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 please do not climb statue Right. <laughs> probably yeah. a lot of people that were climbing that statue for it like, probably used to be the place to climb <laughs> A sign <laughs> and there's probably got to be people that are even watching so that may make mm-hmm. sure people are not breaking that rule it's and some people read the signs and have to do exactly
2: what it says. It's like you read that sign. And it's like, oh, now I gotta climb that statue, right? Now I have to do that. <laughs> but then, <laughs> don't you try and tell me out, what to do. But, then, but, then, but then that guard <laughs> comes around the corner, like, hey, you get down from there. Like when we were cl-
1: like, cl- like, like that steamroller outside of the Walmart that one night. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Good old days.
1: <laughs> it was. Uh, we all said we were gonna. I, at least I'm able to say that I have sat on a steamroller before the guy yelled at me and told me to and get off. Saying, you
2: already done it. You already did what it, you know what I mean? You already done it. He yelled at you, you did, but you got, you did what you came there to do. You, I did. You know I, mean? I to go drive it. You just wanted I, to carried, it, through.
1: So. I <laughs> carried through. I carried through. I like, we agreed uh, and I carried through. And I would have been the one, <laughs> it, it would have been me that was going away. He probably would have just ran away. <laughs>
2: And that's where it's just accountability because like to him, you're a pain in the ass, but to you, you accomplished your goal that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, 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 all it's all that matter perspective.
0: Yep.
1: You know? he, and he probably just thought to myself, he probably just thought like, who is this kid? And why is he on the steamroller? Like I, if I did <laughs> turn it on legitimately, like I could have really
2: messed some things up. But if you took him and put him at your age and put him around that same steamroller, probably would have done the, the, same to thing, do the same thing. He probably you know? would have like, done, done the
1: same thing. Here's probably the guy driving it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I guess, yeah, who knows? I mean, he probably that felt that later. he had to be a little bit strict in his voice. Like, he's like, I'm not just going to play on the steamroller. He's going to be like, hey, hey, can you please get off of that? Like, please, please, please get off of that. Please don't you dare. Oh, oh you already turned it. Okay, well, d- please don't drive. Oh, my God. You're already driving.
2: Well, and he's accountable yeah, he did, for did. you. That's yeah. he's accountable for you because he's in security. Oh, yeah. He's in charge of people getting hurt and what's going on in that premises. So if something you happens plain on that and gets hurt, his ass, he's accountable. And so he's taken a lot of so that's his job, you know. Especially a kid that doesn't know how to drive a steer, a steamroller. If
1: I fall <laughs> down and
2: get killed by that steamroller,
1: oh. that or God forbid
0: you turn it on next and they make it go, what's it going to hit? What if it hits someone? What if oh, it goes yeah. on the highway? Literally, okay. you know
1: the sky, a lot of ifs, the sky is the limit him. and it's all on mm-hmm. him exactly you got to do it sometimes you got to do what you got to do
2: right and same with you you got to do what you got to do you got to try to climb that steam really you know what i mean like gotta have the place and gotta down. have yeah. the gotta have the story have the experience you got to have the inspirations you know what i mean and it's like there's this um, that's where like we were talking before about those things i wish i could go back or change and some of them it's like you know, I don't want to change because it's, it's the ripple effect and the inspiration that you learn and the lesson that you learn. You're like, well, that's not me or that's something that I don't enjoy or that's something like this and this and this. But you needed to get it out of your system
0: and learn that about yourself. You know, exactly. You know, that's all life is, is learning. Everything right. that we've done in our past has led us to be the person we are today. It's, no matter how small, it's a part of us. You know, it it's, makes us think about something a certain way because it happened to us this way. We talked about this the other day
2: in the sense of programming like where your whole life you're slowly making little ones and zeros and these small little micro programs that you're teaching yourself like bit by bit because when things happen you don't you don't think about every single action that you're going to do you're already programmed you're already going to react because you've programmed how you're going to
0: respond to that situation. Because of something that's happened to you in the past that right. set that one or that zero. Right, that little lesson, that
2: mini little lesson that you might not thought much of that time,
0: but it set in motion
2: how you're going to react next time you run into that situation.
0: No kidding. Which proves the theory that everything is made of waves. <laughs> everything is. Everything's vibrant, Rocks are vibrating. Like, Yeah. All accountable for our own waves and how we use them. Right. And how we relay the waves. Right. I feel like we hammered out the accountability. We did. Everything we, did. we talked about related back to it. Basically. Yeah. At the end of the day at the end of the day, it comes
1: down to making the decision. It it, it comes down to following through on the decisions that you have made and understanding that there are going to be consequences slash reactions to the decisions that you have made.
0: This um, is natural physics, right? Basic, for every basic, action, basic, there's an equal and opposite reaction. No matter basic, what you do, something basic, will happen. Basically,
1: and it's very, it's a little, it's a little bit self-centered for someone to believe that they can make decisions that won't impact other things because everything, every decision that you make has an impact on something, on a, on another be on another thing on another
0: thing no that's that's the perfect general term another thing that could be a person it could be a project it could be something you're building it could be a time that something had to be met you know we never did our finisher but that's okay we're gonna come up with it at some point yes we will that's what we
2: said for the last three episodes thanks for (laughs) for watching (laughs)
0: exactly we can't force it right Tune right, tune
1: in next week we're gonna eat a horse no, that's already two been horses. said. We can't we can't do that. Two, yeah, two, two horses. Two and a half. Two and, two half. and a half two two horses. Two and a half horses. Yeah. Two and a two and a half horses and a
2: quarter of a sheep. Yeah.